1: it's the dork. dork podcast it's the dork, dork. podcast With rich keith it's the dork podcast hashtag it's the, the hashtag, hashtag dork. dork podcast
0: thanks for tuning in to another episode of hashtag dork my name is rich keith
1: also known as dick baxter joining me as always is ryan davey davey how are you Ryan Davy, aka Arvon D, aka the OG Davy Tinglefingers. That's right, the first Davy Tinglefingers. The guy could never feel his fingers; yep. they were a little tingly. That's a real thing. I did rupture a the brachial plexus in oh. my neck, and now my left hand tingles whenever someone pats me on the back.
0: Oh, that's, real thing. No, it's a, it's a real thing that you have to live with, Ryan. And I'm sorry. I do have I'm to live with to, that. Sorry to hear that. I think we need to have aliases, though. I think that's I think that's important. And so I, I forever <laughs> now I want to be known as Dick Baxter going forward. Because
1: okay, okay, Dick. <laughs>
0: I think I was gonna call you not Brian Koo. I thought that could be a good nickname. Anyone but Brian Koo <laughs> is my new nickname. You're anybody but.
1: Brian Coop, Ryan, I am so excited for this episode, and I know you are too. Oh, just j- this is just going to be a lukewarm bath, just a tepid pool of takes from me today. Mm, I,
0: I think you're going to really enjoy it. I think you're going to you're going to be convinced how good this franchise is. But before we get to that, Ryan, let's get to the news. This week in dawn. first things first, Ryan. We know that uh, Star Wars had. A lot planned. They were going to make all kinds of movies. They were very excited about where the franchise was going. And one of the spin-off movies originally planned was a Boba Fett spinoff. And apparently
1: that has been axed. Well, with the, with John Favreau's thing coming, I, I don't see the need for this anymore. You're going to talk about Mandalorians. You're going to talk about that planet and who comes from there. Right. Maybe Boba Fett gets in there. Maybe we mention him a little bit. But um, I don't think this is necessary anymore. And I think it's probably best that we cut back on the Star Wars from here on yeah, out
0: yeah i think so too i think we got a little they were like oh this is this is gonna make money he's like well not everything's gonna just make money like you got you still need to make it good like that's still part of it and i think you're right i think the Favreau thing where i believe remember we talked about it, i think he's even gonna be wearing some of boba fett's gear so they're gonna have yeah. that covered and again the uh the mandalorian not the Metaclorian,
1: which is a <laughs> which would be a terrible show
0: a small but important difference so, yes, that's very huge difference. I know, I know you wanted to see a Boba Fett movie, but
1: still probably want a for the Bo- best. I want a Boba Fett game. That's what I want. Ooh, a Boba Fett game. I like that. You know what I mean? Like, think like Red Dead Redemption, yes. but with Boba Fett, and you're just bounty hunting. And, and go ahead and save the email. I know I say Boba Fett, I know that's just how I say it. So, I'm just—I'm
0: not going to correct no, you. I've, you I've, know, I've We've
1: been down this road, and I'm not going to do it.
0: Everybody knows who I'm talking
1: about, so you can save the goddamn emails. That's exactly. how I say it. There's certain words that, and certain names. That's how I say it. You also say milk instead of milk, I which drives—which used to drive me crazy. I'm—I'm yeah. um, I'm good with it now. Yeah, milk. Like uh, M E L K. Yeah. <laughs> like
0: that's not how it is. And then when I try to say it normal, I like have to pinch my nose and go milk, milk. I'd <laughs> like a nice glass of milk. <laughs> yeah. Milk, yeah. milk.
1: Please don't do that any no. again, Ever again. See, that's even worse, yeah. right? That's worse than uh, That's, that's milk. terrible. Just, that is just terrible. Say
0: fucking milk. All right, Ryan. This is another uh, show. Did you? You didn't dip in on Thirteen Reasons Why, did you? No, and
1: uh, for personal reasons, we don't have to get into that now. No, um, don't, no. But, you know
0: what? Probably, probably save that. That's fine. I would just say the second season, I couldn't even get through. It was awful. Like I only watched a couple episodes. It was awful. The first season was good. and a lot.
1: A lot of people said that. That's that's what I've heard. Is that the first season was like worth watching, and then the second season was just like holy smokes it just didn't make any sense they, and, yeah. they brought
0: the whole cast back and it was just awful and like a sneaky a lot of them are terrible actors but the two main actors the one actor and the one actors are really really good anyway the the main girl from the series uh her name is katherine langford and she apparently has been cast in the next avengers movie i don't think she has a role yet but she, interesting she's a pretty good actress I don't know. She's got to be like well, it's in her twenties. She's.
1: I think she's British. I don't. Know, I don't know what yeah. she's gonna play, but I'm I th- intrigued. I'm pretty sure that the kid, uh, the kid in that show, was one of the finalists with Tom Holland to be Spider Man too. Oh yeah, I I'm that. almost positive. Logan Lerman. it's not. It's not Logan Lerman, is it? No, it's it's someone like that. But it's the, he. The kid from Thirteen Seasons, Thirteen Reasons Why, was a finalist to play Spider Man.
0: He was the kid in Don't Breathe, also. And uh, yes, correct. You, you've seen him in a few other things. He's he's good. What was it? Was it get out or don't breathe? Don't breathe. He was a don't breathe. Or green room. I don't, I don't get those. I always get those confused. <laughs> a quiet place. Yes. Uh, so there's that. Also, speaking of Netflix, a couple of other Netflix news and notes. This is not great news, Ryan, that because they were going through a whole bunch of. They, obviously, they axed Luke Cage. They axed Iron Fist. The next thing to go, American
1: Vandal. We're not going to get a Horse. season three. Shit. Horse shit. I know. That the show is getting cancelled. Because this show, like, I bet a lot of people don't watch it, but it's really funny. It is very good. The first
0: season I liked more than the second, but the second was still pretty good, even though it was only two of the same characters and they went to a whole different school. And I yeah. thought even even me with with what I find funny, even I was like, Well, how you know, poop. Like I like how are they gonna be able to make <laughs> third or ten episodes of poop funny? But they did. They found a way to do it.
1: I love the the um Dehydrated powdered cat shit in the the t the t shirt launching guns oh like that God. was one of my favorites. Oh
0: ridiculous, ridiculous.
1: So, that's. <laughs> but it's not as fun as you said. It's not as funny, not as compelling as Who Drew the Dicks. No. But it's still funny. Who
0: did the dicks? And like
1: the, yeah. that whole, that cast that school was better. I think the kids in that school were funnier. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> what did, what impression did he do? Oh, uh, Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> do a killer Kiefer a Sutherland impression. <laughs>
0: It's, it's, that's like in uh, Pineapple Express. He, he could like a, he, what, what Jeff Goldblum. He Jeff Goldblum yeah. imple- impressions. <laughs> like, oh man, he's awesome. Uh, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is out, Ryan. I have not watched it yet, but I am looking
1: forward to it. Uh, my wife is like four episodes in, and she she likes it. She um, right. she's as you know, we've talked about it time and time again. She's a big Buffy person. Yeah. But what's what you'll be happy to know is oh. now because she's kind of into Sabrina. Riverdale that came out wrong that came out wrong yes now she wants to watch Riverdale (laughs)
0: good oh Riverdale is just out there it is I was I was So I'm caught up now there's only been three episodes this season it is so out there bonkers like if you're trying to watch a show and be like uh, you know trying to make sense of everything you're not gonna like it but if you like these shows where high school kids and you're okay with them having way too much responsibility and like they're in charge of stuff and they're like doing more adult things than adults are then like then you're... more about that
1: more about that later
0: yes absolutely more about that later but it is it is yep. it's a fun show
1: I'll, I'll leave it at that and so i'm, I'm so guessing
0: sabrina is too
1: what i want to see if they're doing sabrina and they're doing archie in riverdale i want to see like a hardcore josie and the pussycats tv show where they're like all strung out on like meth you know what I mean? Like they're like they're a real band and like a successful band because those are all the same universe. Well, Joe, I don't know if you know that. Well, I do know that, and also Josie and the yeah. Pussycats are in Riverdale. Oh, they are. Oh, you bet your sweet ass they I don't, are. Well, I want like a like a spin-off of them where they're an actual band and go through like band problems. They could, you know do what that. I mean?
0: Yeah, Josie's very good. I like Josie. She's she's good in this. The Pussycats. Spoiler alert. There's been you know they're they're together and then they're not together. It's it's a thing, you know. But it's they're all in it. I mean. Almost every character is from the comics. Like you'll find even like obscure right. com- obscure characters. You're like oh, who's this guy? And they just they take them and they you know twist it and do whatever they want with them. But they're all like from like it's not just Veronica, Betty, Jughead, and Archie. And then like
1: a made up universe.
0: It's all like comic yeah.
1: characters. It's pretty sweet. Oh, so like who's this weird cab driver that keeps showing up? They're like oh, that's Dooby Dickles. <laughs>
0: that's Dooby Dickles getting into some shenanigans again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brian, that's all the news I got. You got any other uh any other news before we get to the,
1: the, really just the Red Dead 2 review? It's just the Red Dead 2 review. No, let's do, let's hit it. All right. It's time for Davey's Video Game it. Even if it takes more than a minute.
0: All right, Ryan. I've also played this, but not nearly as long as you had. So, uh, tell tell me about Red
1: Dead Two. So it's it's a lot. I mean, I think you you've put in probably a couple hours at this point. Yeah. Like they and they do not waste time doing anything. And what's frustrating to me is that like very important gameplay things, like very important mechanics, are like just they'll flash them up in like the top left hand corner. And if you miss them, like you they're they're done. Like they never tell you again. Mm-hmm. Like it's very unforgiving. Mm-hmm. Um. And right now I'm just kind of stuck. There's a lot. There's a lot to do. There is like, it's a lot big. to do. So I'm. It's a little slow out of the gate, but I think I. Hopefully, it'll pick up at some point. Um, I did get into some hijinks, which is which is good. Oh, that is. Good. I am I am wanted in several different towns that i can't set it foot foot (laughs) in by no fault of my own mind you no No, fault of my own you're
0: just minding your own business as far as i'm
1: well you know you're breaking your friends out of prison and they're being you know jabronis and you got to help them out so my problem
0: um, so far and i'm glad you said it that it's a little bit slow out of the gate i'm thinking and and i'm still early on in the process and like the graphics are great it looks really cool and maybe this isn't a popular opinion but as i'm playing it i'm like grand theft auto is so
1: much more fun it's a it's more fun that's that's for sure like, you know as of as of right now
0: goddamn conversations i've had on a horse just following a guy on a horse just like yeah and, i'm like all right and dude, that's what I, I'm saying. I get it like i'm on a horse it's not as fun to be i'd rather steal a car and drive all around with like machine guns than like horseback <laughs> like hey go shoot those deer with a bone arrow i'm like yeah fine i'll i'll get them yeah
1: yeah it's gonna it's gotta pick up a little bit yeah. and hopefully it'll do that i think i'm about like 10 hours in, okay. which is, there's nothing. It's nothing no, and, it's like, in barely, terms of this game. So I'm scraping by. I'm barely scraping the yeah. surface. They're like, here, hey, we found this legendary bear. Like, do you want to try to kill it? And I'm like, okay. And then I just get absolutely like <laughs> dicaprio by this the bear. Within, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only other thing I, I will bring up in the video game minute is Sony finally released its list for the PlayStation Classic. Richard, have you seen yes, these games? I have. I would say for $100, you're essentially paying for like five games. Yeah,
0: and so basically, it's like, just so
1: you could play, what, you know, Grand Theft Auto or Twisted Metal, would you pay But the thing bucks? is, it's it's the original Grand Theft Auto, the top-down Grand Theft Auto. Like, it's not even the good one. No, I know. It's the one that, like, I remember playing on the computer and being like, well, this is kind of neat. I mean, yeah, but the games I would play again, I would play Rayman, I would play Resident Evil, I would play Siphon Filter, Tekken 3, a lot, Yeah, and uh, Final Fantasy VII and Twisted Metal. Other than that... I'm not playing any of these games.
0: Yeah, I just think... They have one... A, and as a PlayStation owner, and we logged a lot of hours on PlayStation, it's just in a weird middle ground where the, the games prior, and we've talked about it, like Nintendo, Sega, Super Nintendo, those games have sort of that nostalgia feel, and they're still super fun. And then the PlayStation games, they're kind of trapped in between because the graphics are shit compared to, like, the PS4. but right. they're, But they're also not, like... You didn't grow up on... Or at least we didn't grow up on
1: those. So it's like, I don't know. I don't really need the... Replay them, and th- and that's the thing. Like you said, it's in like this weird gray area where they're not really classic games. No, um, but like, who thought? I mean, somebody's like, all right, you know, what we're going to put in this. We're not going to put Street Fighter. We're going to put Street Fighter... or Super Puzzle Fighter Turbo Two, <laughs> which is, is somebody somebody at Capcom was like, hey, you know what would make Street Fighter more fun? Tetris. No, it wouldn't. Like, it absolutely does not. Like, I don't know why you have this game. There's a game so you have um ridge racer 4 yeah. which is a great racing simulation that was fun you have twisted metal and yet they have this game called like what the hell is it yeah uh, demolition derby or something uh, like that it's like a demolition derby game where you're like if i wanted a racing game i'd play ridge racer if i wanted to blow cars up i'd play twisted metal why do i have this game here but you really want twisted metal too you really do want Twisted Metal 2, but I'll take
0: Twisted Metal uh, 1. Yes, but that's almost like getting Mega Man and not Mega Man 2. It's like, well, the other so much
1: better. Like, Just give me that one. Yeah, like I don't get it. I, I don't get it either. Go weird ahead. puzzle games it's, is like this weird jumping game that like, I don't know anybody who's ever owned these games, and I'm glad because I don't know why I don't want to meet those people.
0: All right, so how about this? If you could have every single, if let's just say hypothetically, there was a mini version of every single system ever made. And sure. it has like the top 10 games. So let's say it only has 10 sure. games, but it's the 10 games of your choosing. What would the order be of consoles that you would have to have?
1: Just give me, oh, to, just give me the top like, three.
0: Give me the top three. I don't know. You need to rank them all, but just like the three ones
1: that like, like for me, like the original Nintendo would be one of them. Yes. Um, I would do, um, yeah. I would do Nintendo, Nintendo 64. Yeah. PlayStation two. Oh, real interesting with PS2. Yeah. Well, think of, like, the 10 best games you played on PlayStation 2 were incredible. They, that's true. Yeah, that's probably true. Yes. And not, that's not counting modern consoles, like, the modern iteration of consoles, because I would take the PlayStation 4 immediately. I was going to say, the way the PlayStation but, 4
0: is going, yeah, like, for sure. But if, you, yeah. if you're going everywhere in between, yeah, that's probably... I know Goo would think take Dreamcast.
1: Yeah, think because that's like he also took Stella in the '90s TV draft, so yeah. that just shows you where his head is. That was tough. He's gonna he, he's gonna take like a GameCube. That was a t- like, those are a no one wanted picks. a GameCube. Yeah, yeah, I would I would be really tempted to take
0: a Sega, like if I could load it with the ten games for my Sega. But right, PS2 might get the
1: nod, and then obviously the original Nintendo. So there you go. Yeah, um, and Nintendo sixty four because like I think the top five yeah are as good like, as again and sixty four games. They're yeah they're they're awesome. All
0: right, Ryan, are you ready for the uh, the topic to shore?
1: nope well uh you better be
0: because i've been waiting two and a half long (laughs) years to do this episode it is finally here it's the topic of the day that would be the scream franchise that's right folks the greatest horror franchise in the history of horror or franchises there are four scream films they're the original trilogy that came out 96 97 2000 and then scream 4 in 2011 a lot of different ways we can do this right we can sort of Jump into uh, each movie quickly I also created a list, oh I don't know Roughly 21 things on why it's the best I also have a few what ifs Including casting decisions uh, If they went a different way And I only have like
1: a couple of
0: things As to how it could be better Really only a couple
1: Just (laughs) Just a couple, one or two Uh, I'm going to tell you why this is the greatest And I'm going to tell you why you're wrong
0: (laughs) All right, let's start with Scream 1 It came out in 1996 78% on Rotten Tomatoes and the reason why i even mention that and i say that it's odd is because scream 2 had an 81 and no matter who you are even ryan Davy, the biggest scream critic out there there's no way in hell scream 2
1: is better than the first scream i absolutely agree i would I would put now when you say i'm not a scream fan you're not, um, you're not. i am no i'm not but the also that, that's a little unfair i am not i um i like the first scream I find the second scream tolerable. Okay. And that's it. And that's it. Well, first um, of all, so, how dare yeah, you? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, no, don't second, give me the how dare you. Second we, of you all, made me do this. You're gonna listen. To, you're gonna listen to every damn word I have to say. Second of all, how do you sleep at night? And <laughs> third, <tell> <laughs> how dare you. I love I love I, I when I first saw it, I loved the first scream. I did but when I first when saw last, it um, in nineteen
0: last Dorktober, it was it was hashtag Dorktober2 Electric Boogaloo. And we ranked the top 50 horror movies. We each did it in scream either wasn't on your list or it was insanely low. I forget which it was insanely low. It was insanely low.
1: Um, I don't think it was on your list. I'm being honest. I don't, you went crackers it might not have been on my list. And I'll tell you why, because I don't see it as like a, as forgot. uh, I probably forgot. Uh, That's the thing. I probably forgot. And it's not, it's not like a straight horror movie.
0: Well, it is though. I mean, it's a slasher, and all slashers are horror movies.
1: I suppose so, it but is. It, it, in the way that, like, it's um, it's a, it's a parody of those I mean, things. And I thought that. Has, and to be fair, yeah. to be fair, I'm I'm going to be as diplomatic as possible tonight. It it, it was clever. This movie was very clever. Thank You,
0: thank you. Um,
1: it was, and first I had of been tired. It was the first of its kind. I was very tired of horror movies to this point, and this kind of breathed some new life into the genre, if you will.
0: It needed it. There was nothing going on. You look at the 90s horror movies, there was a couple, like, real gems. There was, you know, Silence of the Lambs. There was Candyman. There was a couple of others that were really good. But it was all Friday the 13th part, like, 7, and, like, Nightmare on Elm Street part 6, and, like, another Halloween, and, like, you know, this was a year after Curse of Michael Myers, which is the worst Halloween. We already went over it. It's the worst one. Right. So this came out. And what's crazy is with all the horror movies, this is the first one ever, ever to have the characters reference other horror movies and, like, know that it's dumb to run upstairs. Like, that's the, it's the first one to do that. It seems like a simple premise, but none of them had ever done that before. So it was awesome.
1: Well, it also pointed out what everything that was wrong to that point, like everything was so formulaic and we'll get into this a little bit later, but like, it was nice to live in that world where there it's like self-aware, you know, I think cabin in the woods did this, did this too, um, on a much more creative level, but you know, pointing out all the things that happen in horror movies that you might not necessarily like anymore. Like, and and you, all those things you would yell at the screen, like, don't go in the basement by yourself. Like, what are you doing? You know? So, um, you know, it was it was clever in that regard.
0: And right out of the shoot, I, I would say this is the best opening sequence, opening ten minutes in a horror movie ever made. Sure. Like I just I I love it, and I think I've told the story on the podcast before. But I don't know if they still do it. But on Directv, what they used to do was on all their pay per view channels, you, they would have the the movies. And they mm-hmm. would air at certain times. So this was even before, like, you know, now you just watch a movie whenever the fuck you want to watch a movie. Then they right. would be like starting at eight o'clock, like check out this movie and you would go to it. <laughs> and it was like, you know, three, four bucks, whatever it was. But the first five minutes of every pay movie you could watch for free. And so I watched the first five minutes of scream like a thousand times. And I was just like, cause it was
1: like five minutes on the nose. Yeah. It was exactly it?
0: five minutes. And so like, I don't think I saw Drew Barrymore get killed, but You saw her, like most of her conversation in the house, and like maybe the mask for like a second. Like, I think that's about where it got to. But I'm like, holy shit, like what happens? Like, I and, but I was so scared because this movie came out when I was 12. So I was like so scared of of movies even then. And so I didn't see it till, I don't know, a few years after that. But I'm like, that is so good. And also, you know, not only the scream, self aware, which is not a lot of movies were. But Drew Barrymore at that time, far and away, the most famous actress in the in the movie. And she's in it. for ten Minutes like that. That's also
1: pretty crazy. Correct me if I'm wrong, but she's like almost 30 and she's supposed to be playing a high school student.
0: Mm, Yeah. Was she 30?
1: That's a good question. I don't think I don't think so. But she was way too old (laughs) to be playing a high school student. It's funny to think
0: about. So, yeah, she was. No, actually, she was 21. She was twenty-one. Is she that young? Yeah, she was born in seventy-five. I just looked it up. Wow. Yeah, so she was only twenty-one. But even still, it's funny for me to think about her being in class with Sidney Prescott and
1: Billy and Stu and
0: Tatum. Like, well, that's I think like removed from them.
1: Yeah, I think uh, like Hayden Panettiere was like twenty-three in in *Scream* four. four. She probably was. She also had an older vibe
0: to her, but. Yeah, so Drew Barrymore was almost uh, Sidney Prescott, but then she ended up yeah. doing that role instead because of scheduling, and it just made it so much more impactful because you're like, she was on the on the front of the movie poster, and you're like, oh, Drew Barrymore. Like, everybody knows who Drew Barrymore is. And then the right. whole conversation, and it's the first look at the mask and the whole thing, and she's got it, and, like, it's super violent. Like, it is very violent. And then she's, you know, hung from a tree. Her parents come home, and there you go. You're off and running. There's There's the beginning of the movie. Uh, So I love that. The other thing I love, love, love about Scream is multiple killers. Like, that's a pretty cool idea when you're comparing, especially to other slashers. And this gets sort of lumped in with a lot of the movies that they reference. So, again, Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, which all have one killer. So it's not a whodunit. Like, this is a Mm -hmm. straight-up whodunit. And they have three killers that basically can't get killed in those movies. Whereas in this one... It's just a mask, a phone, and, like, a cape or whatever the hell that is. And that's what yeah. makes the killer. And I, I love that.
1: And I love the idea that, like, when you watch, like, old horror movies and, like, you see, you know, the person chasing the, chasing the victim and then the person, like, the victim turns a corner and the killer's, like, right there. And you're like, how'd they do that? Yeah. And now the movie's like, well, there's actually two of them. Right, exa- you know, yeah, so that's, exactly. So that helps explain that.
0: Yeah, so that was, that was really good. And as much as I liked the opening sequence... I loved the ending, too. I thought the ending, not the very, very final scene, but the, the lead-up to it where Billy and Stu are explaining, like, what's going on. Because as the movie's going on, you're trying to figure out, you're trying to guess who did it. And right. Billy is kind of an obvious guy. Like, the way Skeet Ulrich looks, kind of like the Johnny Depp mold from Nightmare on Elm Street. But, like, another guy who you're like, he looks like an older, he's got, like, a slicked-back hair, and you're like... It probably is him, right? And so, like, you kind of go back and forth on him. So, the first time I saw it, I thought he was maybe the killer. I did not see Stu coming at all. I don't know if you thought
1: Stu was in on it. (laughs) Uh, I did not. But he was a good lackey. I think Matthew Lillard plays, like, a good, like um like stupid friend in yes. this and he delivers yeah. one of the worst lines of this movie they like at the time i didn't mind it but now like i i did watch all of these movies again in preparation for this good. i didn't mail it in like some people do no good or want to do well, but i did all, watch all of these movies you hadn't seen three and four
0: before so you needed to watch this anyway
1: i did what i needed to watch, but i did watch all four just to just as a refresher did you not and like the Matthew, houston i have a problem or we have a problem no, oh. I hated, my parents are going to be so mad at me. Like, <laughs> that was the worst line of the movie.
0: Well, when he was, you know, it was, it was
1: their house. You know, he kind of ruined their house a little bit. Like, they just killed, like, eight people. And he's like, my parents are going to be pissed.
0: But how would You know,
1: like, that's the first thing.
0: <laughs> I, wouldn't, I would not get hung up on that. that was, that was a great I know. Moment.
1: You got bigger problems I, than that.
0: They're, not in this movie, you don't. This is the perfect horror movie. This is, I love this horror movie. I would admit Halloween might be better, The Shining might be better, but this is this is my favorite horror
1: movie ever made. The other part. Okay, so that, yeah, we, let's make the distinction. It's not the best horror movie that's ever been made. It's your favorite.
0: But that's still, and they're pretty close. And the way I think most of my favorite <laughs> things are the best.
1: Okay, no, no, that's fine. That's that's why they're your favorite. You yes. think they're the best. Yes.
0: Right. Yeah. So the other part too is so, I thought it was it was a like one that you thought about after the fact was so they had this whole plan and they were going to frame neil prescott they were going to frame sydney's uh father and like the whole thing with billy's mom and you know what because sydney's mom maureen was like a was sleeping around town and and it split up Billy's marriage so he had a motive that's fine and he got his friend to get in on it so that was cool and so they they actually killed maureen prescott not on camera and that was all I, i thought that was a great part of the story too so that was something that happened a year ago remember like, that was like yep. part of the whole movie it was like all right, it's the one year anniversary of this which they did so they got away they completely got away with that murder and then a year later which, they try to frame the whole thing on uh the father it doesn't work but part of that was they had to be left for dead so the scene where they're stabbing each other
1: i think is one of the craziest horror movie scenes of all time and that was one of the things that Matthew Lillard said that I thought was actually really funny when he's like, you stabbed me too hard. Yeah. <laughs> like you did it too. Um, I thought that was pretty funny. But the other thing too, like the reason that this whole plot works is that it makes sense. It and does. you will find in the later movies that some of these just don't really make that much sense.
0: No, you're, you're definitely right. I, I'm not trying to say they're all perfect. I think this one is, I'll, I'll argue this one with anybody and about anything. The other three, you're right. They all have their issues. Um, but this is a this is like the perfect start. And so you kind of prop up, you know, Sydney uh, along with Dewey and Gale. Like they're sort of like a triumvirate. But also this movie introduced you to Randy Meeks, who is my favorite mm-hmm. character. I just did a six pack on some of his best quotes from the from the series. Most of them are in the first yes. movie. But he's like the ultimate like
1: horror movie trivia guy. He's like the ultimate hashtag dork. Like he's the he's yeah, the perfect like we- guy. If we if we knew him, he would definitely be on this podcast right now talking to us about it.
0: Yes, he would be a special co-host for every Dorktober episode. Yes. He'd be he'd be perfect. So he introduced you to them. Uh, I was a big Tatum fan. Really like Rose
1: McGowan's Tatum. Rose hair. McGowan, like she, yes. she is like clear though in this movie, like translucent skin, like the palest person I've ever seen. She's the pale. blonde hair didn't do her any favors. Well, no,
0: but she specifically dyed her hair blonde because Nev Campbell was the lead role, and so they're like she, they didn't want to have two brunettes.
1: Yeah, so she well, that makes blonde. sense. But yeah, yeah, but super super pale. She, but a very very pretty pretty young lady.
0: Very, she was very fair, very fair, mm-hmm. and so. That's the first movie, and like you said, so you got Billy and Stu are the, are the killers. They end up dead. There was a total of eight kills in this movie, which is a decent amount. Again, we just did the Halloween episode a couple weeks ago, and I think the first Halloween I don't know, there was five deaths? Like, there wasn't a ton of deaths in there. Not a ton. You know? Yeah. And so there's eight deaths in Scream. So now we go to... And and again, I want to go through some of the reasons why I think the whole series and why the movie is the best, and so I'll probably repeat some of the stuff there. But So (laughs) that's for Scream. So Scream 2, I already mentioned, comes out one year later because Scream was such a success. It didn't cost much money to make. Huge success. Made a ton of money, and what it did was it just created a ton of copycats. Like, there's a million... Like, that late 90s horror is... A lot of trash. I mean, I like a lot of them, but you just you kind of know what they are. They're just Scream knockoffs for the most part. But right. so Scream 2 comes out the next year, like right away. 1997, 81%. This one, so now they're in college. Uh, Sydney, Randy, they go to Windsor College, and it's another two killers. But that's also good. So like that's different than these other franchises. So Billy and Stu, they don't come back from the dead. Like They shot Billy in the head, so Billy's dead. Like there's no, You know what I mean? It's a, there's no supernatural right. angle to this.
1: So it's a little bit more and, real than anything else. It, Randy did get stabbed, but he's okay, right? He got stabbed. In the first uh,
0: one? No, no, no. Um, Dewey did. Dewey got oh, okay. stabbed in All the right. back. And so they kind of fake out there. They're like, oh, maybe Dewey's dead. And it I w- wouldn't have bothered me. Like if Dewey was gone, oh my God. it wouldn't have bothered me. I'm
1: glad you said that this four movies of just it was a david arquette just being yeah. an absolute buffoon yeah. and that shit got so tired yeah. like it was just so bad and like why first of all why courtney cox ever married that dude like it, that I, that was so, the you you watched their entire relationship like play out in these movies i was gonna
0: say i don't in know, real life. i don't know what's worse that they got married in the movie or in real life like neither should have happened No, neither
1: should have happened because that guy is just the biggest dingus. He is like the whole time.
0: Yeah, he's obnoxious. And you're like, Courtney Cox is an absolute dime. And you got this buffoon walking around. He's just like a klutz. So he gets stabbed. I think they thought about, I don't know if they knew right away. I think, I mean, Kevin Williamson, who wrote the first one, the second one, and the fourth one, which is no surprise because... The third one is the worst, but you know, he wrote those. So I think he knew that there was like an idea for a sequel, but they sort of left it up in the air on whether or not Dewey would die. He did not, but he's got a noticeable limp like in the rest of the movies. But, right. All right, so he gets stabbed in the back. So he's there. Oh, but so now you go to college, so you get introduced to more friends, more people involved. The opening scene here. Uh, which I think is pretty cool So this is where you have Jada Pickett-Smith And Omar Epps They're going to see Stab Which is the movie Based off of The Woodsboro murder So It was already Pretty meta And like Very self-aware In the first one And now the second right. one's even turning
1: that up Even more And it's turning it up Even more And this is where It starts to lose Me a little bit <sighs> We'll get into that later So Okay they Now they admit
0: In the movie That they kill uh, Jada Pickett-Smith and Omar Epps because of their name. So Jada Pickett's character's name is Maureen, which, Mm -hmm. again, Sidney's mother was Maureen. Omar Epps' character's name was Phil Stevens. Uh, Steven Orth was Drew Barrymore's boyfriend, who was the first guy to die, the guy that was taped up. Like, my my boyfriend's a football player. He's going to show up and kick your ass. So that guy.
1: Bit of of a reach. (laughs) Bit of a
0: reach there. It's a bit of a reach, but that's why they did it. And then the same thing with uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Buffy the Vampire Slayer who was at uh, Omega Beta Zeta. She was the, the sober mm-hmm. sister that night. She was back at the sorority. She gets thrown off. She gets murdered because her name was Cece. She was also seen in the film class with Randy and with Mickey, T- uh, Timothy Olyphant, who we'll get to. Uh, but Cece's yes. real name was Casey, and Casey Becker was Drew Barrymore. So the first three kills were trying to recreate the kills of the first one. You don't like
1: that i don't like that uh not one bit it seems like a bit of a reach for me like that doesn't seem like enough of a motive i not know randy meeks is always there to play like the the clever slave to kind of you know in in the greek tragedy to kind of help you along <laughs> and kind of explain things to you i get it but like at the same time it seems a little bit forced you know
0: i, th- I think you said they're just letting their intentions be known they're like hey we're back we're
1: back baby <laughs> And And there's all these rules and he's Randy's there with his rules and he's there like explaining it to you. and and, and and like There's more deaths in a sequel. And guess what, Ryan? He
0: was right because there were 10 deaths in Scream 2, more than Scream, including maybe the worst part of the Scream franchise is they kill Randy Meeks and they kill him in kind of a dumb way. Or do they? You, you, he th- comes you, back in his own way in Scream Three. No, he did not come back. He thankfully had filmed something in case of a trilogy, which is that's no anyway. He needed um, that. He needed that. So he Rich, gets killed in a van, and they're playing Cottonmouth Kings outside.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> you want to go down, you want to go down listening to the Cottonmouth uh, Kings.
0: Not great, not great. Uh, and
1: I'll tell you. And I'll tell you this, Richard. If if I tell you a joke and then have to tell you why the joke is funny, is that a good joke? Usually it is not, no. Usually it's not. So if I have to tell you why things are happening in a movie, it's probably not a very good movie.
0: Well, I let's just face it, because they know that not everybody would get it. There's some simpletons out there, whereas diehard fans like myself would have <laughs> said, Oh, Maureen, I get it. I know why Maureen's dead. Right. Steve, Phil Stevens.
1: And this is this dead. was the, the day where the internet was just starting to become the internet, so right you couldn't look it up.
0: We're right on the cusp yep. there. We weren't weren't, weren't really sure. What we were think? still
1: in AOL chat rooms at that <laughs> point in Limewire.
0: What did you think of uh Sydney's boyfriend Derek in Scream Two? <laughs> um uh, just kind of instantly
1: for instantly forgettable. So,
0: Jerry O'Connell played Derek, and I guess my question would yeah. be, did you ever at any point think it was him? Because I think there was only one moment like the, the moment where they were like in like the, like the house party, and it was kind of similar to Billy, where she had, like, got scared, and then the first person she saw was Derek, and then, then she like, kind of was curious, like she was wondering. But even then, I
1: never really, right? Had, even then, I never it, picked Derek for it. No, and only because they had done that in the first one. Yeah. You know, it's not the same. And I think there's a point where he says, like, it's never who you think. It, you know, it's, like, never the, the obvious choice in the second one. Right. It's always going to be someone on the fringe, you know?
0: So the, the two killers end up being in this one. You get uh, Lori Metcalf, who's playing. We're, we're introduced to Lori Metcalf earlier in the movie as Debbie Salt, a reporter. Turns out Mrs. Loomis, Billy's mother, and... She got a divorce from her husband because, remember, the husband, let's go back to him. Yes. He was sleeping around with Maureen. So, and then she convinced Mickey, played by Timothy Oliphant, to help her out. And she was going to end up framing Mickey. Remember, she shoots him, which was, was a great. But right. that didn't work out. But I like that because we're introduced to her. But Mrs. Loomis, Sydney makes a, uh, like a reference about like, how much weight she's lost or how different she looks. And she never even right. saw her anyway. I think only Gail Weathers saw her at the beginning. And she wasn't even really paying attention to her. So I thought they explained that well enough. And I liked that because Billy was clearly like a mama's boy. And so to bring the mom back, it's also sort of an ode to Friday the 13th. So I, I liked it
1: and, and psycho and yes. uh, kind of, I would say Texas Chainsaw. The, well, the whole thing with the family and well, Texas yeah, Chainsaw. But that, yeah. Thing, yeah. That's a whole thing. Yeah. But, but, I mean, but there is the, a special relationship with mothers. Yes. In horror movies. So. Uh,
0: Rob zombies, Halloween. There's oh boy. Yeah, very much though. So. But So I liked Scream 2 I certainly didn't love it like you're right I mean and they even say Randy even says When they're in that like film class and they're just like Quoting movies and talking about sequels and he's like By definition alone they're inferior films And he's like who would make a sequel sequels suck So he's like he's kind of laughing at themselves But the truth is I don't I mean in the horror The history of horror movies The -hmm. only sequel that might be better Than the original is probably Evil Dead 2 but that's
1: Yes. Kind of barely like a sequel. It's really just it's the not same e- movie. it's not really a sequel. Right. It's uh, it's Evil Dead, but with more of a budget. Like right. that's all it is. But they just called it Evil Dead Two.
0: Yeah, so like that one like almost doesn't even really count. But like technically, maybe that's your answer. But yeah, I don't know. So that was that was Scream Two. Again, we'll we'll keep, we'll go back to some of the topics from there from before. So uh, two killers there. So now Scream Three comes out in two thousand. Rotten Tomatoes thirty six percent. So a significant drop off from the first two. And with reason. Uh, oh, God. This takes place in Hollywood. Also, again, of note, the only one of the three not written by Kevin Williamson, some guy named Aaron Kruger, of all things, uh, wrote yeah. this movie. And this is where you say two starts to lose you, three even to me starts to lose me because you're going to the long-lost half-brother
1: angle. Which is awful. It's bad. Awful. I'll admit it. That's That's bad. Who's the director of the stab of stab three right. who you didn't see a whole lot of in the movie. Like he's and like, right. you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. you, you yeah. don't see him at all, like through the movie. And he's, oh, by the way, I've been up to this the whole time. Yeah. And the whole thing is just like, it takes itself so seriously that it loses the thing that the first two movies did so well. And that like kind of like talking about like different horror movies.
0: Yeah. It kind if that of, makes
1: any sense. But
0: no, well, I would say they also, they, they it's, there's more forced comedy in this one. Like the first two, the first two, I think there's some funny moments, but it's like a lot of horror movies have funny moments because you're kind of on edge. So like if the movie was, if some of the lines they said were in like a regular movie, you wouldn't laugh, but because there's like a little bit of tension and you're like, you're waiting to be scared. Whereas this one, and I was even reading some of the stuff up on it and they were saying they specifically tried to make it more funny because they filmed it like right after Columbine. And so... They were afraid to go, like, too over the top. You know, I mean, obviously, just, like, at the timing of it. But then that just made it, like, I don't, even, it, I don't know what it was trying to do, really. Like, it was, like, Parker Posey was kind of funny. She added some laughs to it. I liked her. But, like, Jenny McCarthy,
1: that didn't really work. Some of the other cast nope. of, like, the Stab movie, that was kind of not great. No, and the whole thing, it, it was ridiculous. So, at the whole time, you're, you're almost parodying horror movies in the first one. Right. Then you're parodying sequels, and now you're parodying yourself? Yes. Like, that doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. Up. You're it, parodying yeah. a parody that's a parody. So, like, it doesn't it make gets, any sense to me. you lost at that point. You're like, and then it, it gets the even worse. Yeah. So, you're, you're basically... I don't
0: know. But also, the, one of the big issues was... All right, so Scream 1 has maybe the greatest beginning of, the, of all time. Scream 2, you're certainly not going to compare it with the greatest beginnings of all time, but still a solid, like, get you invested into the movie opening... The opening of Scream 3 with Cotton Weary, who we haven't even touched on yet, but he was a really good kind of like behind-the-scenes character because he was the guy that, again, Billy and Stu got away with the Maureen uh, thing right. because they framed Cotton, and so they, they put it all in Cotton, and he went to jail. So it was really the perfect crime by Billy and Stew, but then because of Gale Weathers, Cotton gets out. So he becomes a much bigger, as the series goes on, he becomes a bigger character, and so Scream 3 opens with him... And his girlfriend, his TV show, Hundred Percent Cotton," great name. And, great name. But then it's like the bullshit with like the voice changer. So I'm okay with everybody being able to do Ghostface voice, but now people can do Cotton's voice. I'm like, I don't yeah, know, man. So now you're I like, like, I just, I didn't like that as much. And so you get that kill, and then it's the worst killer of the four movies. Roman, the half brother, who, and they they try like. I I give them points at least for trying. They're like, all right, so now you're adding another layer to it. You're like, all right, Maureen, Sydney's mother, was out in Hollywood, and, like, she wanted to be an actress, and she ended up, like, sleeping around, had a kid. You're like, I guess. So then this guy, Roman, goes to Maureen and is like, I'm your son. She rejects him. So then Roman then videotapes Maureen, like, all around town with different guys, including Billy's father, and then so now what we're led to believe, and this sucks as a huge fan of the first one, because they're, now they're telling us that it was Roman's idea to tell right. Billy about what was going on, and then let Billy come up with this plan. So it kind of weakens Billy and Stu a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's been this whole like uh the man behind the curtain thing. It's this whole like Wizard of Oz kind of vibe that yeah. you know he's been this puppet, he's been pulling the strings this whole time, which is super fucking lame.
0: Yeah, so that was lame. So that was Hollywood. So then 10 years, or I guess technically 11 years later that the film came out, I think in movie time, they say 10 years later, Scream 4, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 59%. So a nice jump up from Scream 3, but not as good as 1 and 2. And so I actually, I buy that. I think if you were to rank the 4, I
1: think it's pretty easily 1, 2, 4, 3, right? And I would go so far as to say that 3 shouldn't even exist. They should have just gone uh, 1, 2, 4.
0: You know, it's funny. I was talking with Jason Rossi, our producer on Dale and Keefe, and he was saying yeah. the same thing. He was like, three is so bad. He's like, it shouldn't be included. It should be like... No. <laughs> I'm like, if you know, you, I you're kind
1: of right. I was going to say, if you're going to watch these movies, watch one, two, four, and skip three. Three is useless. Yeah, you're absolutely Th- right. And there's nothing in three that you need to watch four.
0: No, you're not... You're, yeah, you don't actually at all. You really no, don't. No, it's useless. Because think about it. In four...
1: Sydney's like a writer now and where yeah. in three she was um like a crisis manager like yes. a yeah she worked at like a battered women's thing yes. like that, that that doesn't matter
0: no it doesn't and they don't even I don't think they even reference like her in Hollywood at all
1: no now, they don't talk about it at all it's completely useless
0: the only thing that they do is in Scream 4 they talk about like how many stab movies have been made but even in Scream 2 you know that they're making them
1: yeah so that again like it's a yeah, point irrelevant I mean that's a that's a that's a detail that you just don't need. There have been, like, what, like six stab movies or something at this point? I think seven. I think that was the
0: seventh one. Yeah. But so, so yeah, so they basically returned to Woodsboro for Scream 4, and you go back to the double killer. That's the other thing. All the best ones have had two
1: killers. And this but the other one, thing, too, is yeah. the beginning of Scream 4 is probably the most annoying out of all, out of all four Ooh, movies.
0: Disagree. I like it. I
1: like Because you have like the one. one, and then you find out that, like, oh, it's like two girls watching a horror movie. The ghost face shows up. Oh, then never mind. That's Stab. Yeah. And then you watch another one, and it's Anna Paquin and Kristen Bell. Yeah. And they're like, oh, ha ha ha. Like, that's so formulaic. And then they do, they do that. Like, oh, that's a movie too. Right. And then they do, it, it, the whole thing takes like 12 minutes. I love it. I thought it was, first of all, it's like a hot girl tsunami.
0: It just not right out of the shoot. I think it's Lucy Hale and Shanae Grimes who was in the nine hundred two and zero reboot. It was those Correct. two, and yep. then you turned out that's a movie, and it's Anna Paquin and Kristen Bell are watching that movie. But then you find out that they're also in a movie. Those two are, and it is Coach Taylor's daughter and some other girl I've never seen before. They're actually really in Woodsboro, but they were watching right. that movie, which that movie was watching
1: that movie, which is Inception. Is what it is. It's a better is, version yeah. of Inception it's it's a <laughs> I don't think it's a better version of inception. I think it's I think it's people trying to be clever and it's not working. Uh, well, agree to disagree. Agree now, to disagree. It's what makes us different, you know what that, I mean? I, I think I it's silly. And I th- I don't think it's the right kind of silly. Like, the Three Stooges is silly, but I'll still watch it. This is this is silly for the sake of wackiness, and I don't like it.
0: Well, I really li- – I, I thought it was uh, pretty good. Now, the two killers in this one are Jill and Charlie. So Jill yeah. is Sydney's cousin, played by Emma Roberts. Her character's name is Jill Roberts, by the way, which is kind of an interesting thing. And then uh, mm-hmm. Charlie, played by Rory Culkin – and their goal was to frame Trevor, who was the boyfriend who cheated on Jill. And Jill was also just super jealous. So here's the other thing. Here's one thing I don't really love about it is uh, Roman, the half-brother, part of his motivation was how famous he saw that Sydney became. Yes. And then what's all of Jill's motivation?
1: It's the same thing. Yeah. Like, I want to be you. It's yeah. like this obsession. Like, I want to be you. I want to be famous kind of right. thing, which, yeah. again, it makes it it either – Makes the fourth – if you've seen the third, it makes the fourth worse. If you haven't seen the third, it makes – you know what I mean? Like it makes that yeah, – I don't know. The third's
0: not helping anybody.
1: But I, It's not I, helping anybody.
0: But they did kind of up it a little bit. Like you have one of the kids in like the AV – not the AV club, but like the movie club. And he's kind of like doing Twitch before Twitch. Like he's just like filming everything he does.
1: And I think that's, that's the only interesting thing about this part of this um, – part of this movie is that in 2011, you know, it's been, they say it's been 10 years, Mm -hmm. but how people become famous now, um, has completely changed. And what you, and the the reason their motivation for doing it is that we have to do it this way is because nobody reads anymore. Like no one's going to read this book. So we have to do it as we have to do it like live. Like people have to see us doing it for it to actually matter, which is a, is a nice little study of how fame works these days. Mm -hmm. Um, but in the end, um, I don't think the whole mass murdering thing. And the other thing that bothered me about this movie too, is just how cavalier people are about like seeing a dead body.
0: Yeah. That's like there's
1: um, I forget who it is. It was at Amy T garden. Whoever like fell out of the room and like landed on top of a car. Oh, oh yeah. it must've been Alison Brie. It was Al when, uh, Oh yeah. Alison yeah, yeah, Brie's yeah, 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 character yeah, yeah. dies yep. and she gets thrown off. By the way, spoilers. Yeah, um, for all of these. Yep. Yeah. She, she gets thrown off like the parking garage and like lands on her and like, uh, David Arquette, Dewey, and uh, what's her name? Uh, Gail. Courtney Cox's kid, Gail. They just have, like, a conversation with, like, this girl's dead body, like, on the top of a car. They are used to it. They are used to it. Not everybody else. I know, but it's, like, it it. just how how desensitized. And maybe that's – people will say in the end, like, oh, well, they did that on purpose to show how the desensitization of of violence or whatever. I'm like, no, that's nonsense. It's just bad writing, and it's stupid. Well, I mean, I do think there
0: is something, like, the whole idea of, they're like, well, now, like, the killer needs to film the – the kills otherwise it's like not as cool like that's well, kinda, that's, that, that's a good idea Yeah.
1: but the whole uh, the characters in three and four were just so paper thin and stupid that it, it bothered me like what well, what's the deal with judy the other uh, police officer uh,
0: well, I think they just wanted you to think she was the killer. She was, it's another who done it.
1: I did not think for a second that she was the killer of anything.
0: There th- was th- one th- that's the kind of thing like you sniff that she, out. When she was in the hallway though, wasn't that kind of scary when, like all you could see like, was her eyes? When when she's coming oh, yeah, over to yeah, check yeah. on the the friend like the neighbor who died and she's just like standing there like a creep show and then she's like, "Oh, hi Sydney, like you don't remember me."
1: Like, oh yeah, that was that. Yeah, that was in the beginning. Yeah, that was a little weird. But so also, uh, with,
0: with the way my brain works, is so she said that she was in high school with her. So I'm like, okay, so she was in high school with Rose McGowan and with Billy Loomis and with mm-hmm. Steve Walker and with Drew Barrymore.
1: And I'm like, it's just kind of funny. But she and she's like, oh, really. and she was like, we were in the same homeroom for four years. We were in this class together. We were in drama club together. Yeah, like, we were not in. Not. Uh, the same play and she's like well you wouldn't remember me you know you either like (laughs) like how do you not remember that person
0: i don't know know? i'm actually pretty bad at that like that i I, there are definitely you for you do forget about people like i actually i'm with you i used to think that that was insane but then when people are like oh do you remember so-and-so i'm like i don't know i'm like i went to a small school and i still probably don't
1: that's the thing. Like, uh, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm really good no, with like names are and faces. At it. No, they absolutely. Yeah. My,
0: my wife has like facial recognition. Like, she could work for the CIA. Like, she'll meet somebody. She won't even meet them. She'll like see somebody once and then be like, "Oh, I think that was your friend." And I'll be like, "What?" She's like, "Isn't that so and so?" And like that's happened before. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, like, yeah, how'd you know that?" She's like, "Oh, I think I saw him like in a picture with you." I'm like, "What the hell?"
1: So yeah, I don't have that. She's spoiler. Uh, Katie Rich's wife still doesn't know my name. No. Um so we're working on that. But your face though. But, She knows my face. face. She knows my face. Yeah.
0: (laughs) No, she just doesn't like your pics
1: is what it it comes down to.
0: So there you go. There's Scream 4 again. So Jill is sort of like a psycho. But bottom line is, oh, the other thing, Sydney doesn't even. So she's kind of with uh, Detective Kincaid played by the dude from Grey's Anatomy at the end of 3. At 3, yeah. He's not even mentioned in 4. Not even mentioned. No.
1: I'm telling you, three is useless.
0: You're right. The more I think about it, it's like I think Kevin Williamson was probably like, I didn't write it, I'm not gonna reference it. Like i yeah. we're we're
1: moving. I on. want nothing to do with it. But Wes Craven um,
0: did direct the third one, which is he weird. He directed all four. Which never happens
1: in horror franchises. Ever. No, never. Ever. Um Yeah, and the other thing too, what I don't like about four is that like people get stabbed in the stomach a lot in this movie. And this is this is something I just picked up on, wow. and this yeah. might be nitpicking. You either Die instantly or you survive like Hayden Panettiere gets stabbed in the stomach dies instantly
0: I don't know if she's dead
1: um and then I don't know if she's uh, dead I think if there's a scream 5 I think Kirby could be in it I like her with the little pixie cut by the way I I don't I don't mean to yeah she looked wonderful in that movie Um, she's like a girl Randy too she knows her movies Oh, she knows her movies. She would be a great guest and the friend of the podcast. Anytime, Hayden here. Kirby, come on, come on. Anytime. time. Um, and then Nev Campbell gets stabbed in the stomach, and they're like, "She's gonna make it." Like <laughs> <laughs> she gets stabbed like twice in the stomach, that so yeah. she's gonna make it. She's tough. Yeah, she's, she's, yeah. she's tougher than the. And then ones. Dewey Dewey gets bested by a teenage girl with a bedpan. Like
0: the, the, I can't. I can't with him. And Emma Roberts like I, is probably ninety five pounds. I can't. I
1: can't even with him.
0: Um. Yeah. Th- that's it. That's the one guy I really can't make any.
1: I don't know how to defend that. I can't. You yeah, can't. He can't. It. It's the worst. And you know what's funny is that the scary movie, remember scary movie when they did Doofy? Yeah, yeah. Like if that Doofy. character was better than Dewey. Was. Like Doofy was better. And so
0: scary movie was actually the initial title of Scream. That's what Kevin Williams Which is funny. It, which is really, yeah, really which funny. Is, yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing with Dewey is at no point does he ever mourn or mention his sister
1: who died. Right, and Never not once. only that, um, I don't think he ever does anything correctly the no, entire he time. He sucks. He's a buffoon, and like the, <sighs> he, he, and in four, he's the sheriff. Yeah, like he's the sheriff. Yeah, and Anthony Anderson in this movie is a, What does he say? Fuck Bruce Willis as Gazzy's dying. Yes, like those are his last words. That's his. That's his la- those are his last words. Yeah, yeah, that's silly. It's too wacky for me.
0: Yeah, those were. The, they were I will weird. say you the the co- warm Anthony take and Adam
1: Brody. Yeah what you warm take? The best the best part of Scream 4 is the 30 seconds of Shaun of the Dead they show on a TV.
0: <laughs> that's just that's just mean. It's true. I like the opening. You don't like the opening. I like some of Kirby's uh, dialogue throughout the film. I think she's pretty good character. I think Oh, the, I was locked in
1: when she whenever she was on the screen. I'll she's tell you good. that.
0: I also thought the other kid, the kid that had the little headset on, I didn't I didn't mind him. I thought he was alright. Yeah. 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 All right. So here's my question, Ryan.
1: Is Wes Craven the best horror director of all time? I mean, you have... I mean, this is something you're going to be like, how dare you? But, like, you have...
0: No, no. I don't like,
1: Argento, it. like George Romero. Like, you're going to put him... Like, I would put him in the same conversation, but I don't think he's better than those guys. I don't think he's better than Raimi. I think he has a very well-diversified group. I would say prolific is a word I would like, use. Last Not House best. on the Left,
0: Nightmare yep. on Elm Street, The Hills Have Eyes uh the people under the stairs i thought was really good did he do the thing uh no that was carpenter carpenter did that though i mean carpenter's yeah. uh, obviously at, right at the top Yep. Yeah. there's a lot of good ones uh, I, I he's love in the conversation movies, though. Yeah. i mean
1: this is this this is like the is lebron james the best the best <laughs> player in the nba like it's no. it's one of those things where you're like people well, are like now. absolutely not yeah. but you also have people who are like he absolutely is yeah you know, so I think it's it's worth a conversation. Um, I think he's definitely in. The, yeah, I think he's it's all, he's on the short list. We, we can have we it can, has to be.
0: We can have a vote at some point. We can put it in the old Twitter poll. Yeah. The other question is, so I think it's the best horror franchise. I know last week you said Evil Dead's the best horror franchise. What mm-hmm. what constitutes a franchise? Like is a trilogy just a
1: trilogy or is a trilogy a franchise? I think a tri- it has to be have more than one sequel, it, as I would call it, a franchise. So if you have a trilogy, that's a franchise.
0: What it, so it is two, that right? No, it was two movies. A franchise? No. Okay. So three. Because the other thing is, Evil Dead technically has four, right? Because then yes. they have a remake. So like that count? Like that's all? Well, again. they have
1: Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness, and then the remake of Evil Dead.
0: So that to me is definitely a franchise. But I was trying to think, like, if there's a series. And they out also there,
1: had the TV show. So they had Ash versus Evil Dead, which is a continuation no, of those true, movies true. too. Which was a great show. That was a good show.
0: That's true. Um, all right, right. we ready for my my list of reasons why uh, Scream is great? Yes. Some we've already hit on, uh, such as number one, the opening scene, killing Drew Barrymore, best opening horror scene of all time. Number two, being aware of horror movies. We're going to discuss that. Number three, the who done it aspect of the whole thing. I think that's just sort of another nice layer because you're always trying to guess. And I never got all the killers right. Never. There's no chance. I don't think anybody really did. Um, again, the multiple killer things I like. Uh, the fact that the killer can and does die, and then it's just swapped out in the next movie, is kind of refreshing compared to some of the other movies that that's just impossible. Like the the ones that can't die. Uh, Randy Meeks is one of the best things. Oh, the mask. What do you think of the mask?
1: Uh, I was. I'm glad you them? brought this up. Yeah. And uh, you know, tepid takes here. Yeah. I don't please. love it. I don't love the mask. Ooh. I, see, I do love the mask. See I don't and because there are so much better iconic masks. Uh, when you think of Leatherface, you think Jason, you think uh even Freddy Krueger didn't wear a mask, but you think no, of, like his face, face. Yeah. Um Michael Myers, like you think of these masks and I, I they were trying to establish another one of those. Um and it, it doesn't look scary to me. It looks like Edvard Munch's the, ma- the Scream. <laughs> it it does, but like I think that was the idea. Um I but that it, doesn't scare yeah, okay.
0: me. All right. I think it I like it. I think it's not as good as like the good Michael Myers masks, but then the bad Michael Myers masks, it's better than.
1: I, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. It, and it's become its own thing, which is fine. But yeah. like it never, like if I saw someone walking towards me in a Michael Myers mask, I'd be like, ho- yeah, I would like I'm out. T- take a step back and be like, I'm out. <laughs> I will see um, if someone was like walking around like a, like a ghost face mask, I'd be like, take that stupid shit off. <laughs>
0: Which I like have, first of all, you I'm, can't
1: see yeah. you can't see through that thing. No,
0: yeah, you're, you're in trouble there. You're in yeah. trouble. Uh let's see. I thought it was a good title for a series. I think it's very simple. Like I think these one-word, like scream is perfect. Like it's it's so simple, and you're almost surprised there wasn't a horror movie called that before. Right. Henry Winkler as Principal
1: Hembry, what'd you think of him? <laughs> um it's what's interesting to me is I've seen I saw him in this movie and then I saw him in The Water Boy and then I saw him in Parks and Rec. He played uh, John Ralphio's father in Parks and Rec, <laughs> and I have a hard time reconciling that Henry Winkler at one point was like the coolest motherfucker on earth. That's right. That's he was right. the Fonz, and like the Fonz was like the coolest guy ever. And I cannot for the life of me understand how you went from being that cool to uncool in the matter of like 15 years
0: <laughs> and like in arrested development his character is the best oh yeah he's amazing Wh- who
1: is he he's the uh, the lawyer uh
0: yeah 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 he's the
1: lawyer and he's just he's a mess he's not bob blah blah bob blah, blah is scott uh scott baio
0: yeah no, but he's- i forget if, I, uh no, i forget
1: like, what his name no, shit uh, it's yeah. gonna bother me now
0: all right we'll look it up we'll look it up it's uh, another I, doofus i can't even think of it either
1: Let's see. You keep going with your things. I'll look it up.
0: Oh, I got it. I guess it's going to bother me too. Oh, Barry's Zuckerkorn.
1: There is Zuckerkorn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. It is great. All right, some of the other stuff, let's see. Uh, how about the, from start to finish, the ladies, if you're into ladies, Rose McGowan, Courtney Cox, Nev Campbell, Rebecca Gayhart, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Jenny McCarthy, Emma Roberts, Kristen Bell, Hayden Panettiere, Coach Taylor's daughter, Allison Brie, uh Jada Pickett Smith, just to name a few,
1: Ryan. It is a pretty just star soup star to star nuts. Game. yeah Soup to Parker Posey. Don't sleep yeah. on Parker Posey. No, no, definitely not. Good um, Yeah, soup to nuts. And I would say the the and we don't like to rank women here. That's not but no, but um if you could if you could, Nev if you, Campbell, yeah. I think Nev Campbell is like the every you know, your American girl is great. Great. Like your all American yeah. girl. Um if you steal a smooch from anyone in the scream franchise ryan who would it be it would have to be um kirby hayden panettiere there you go i like the short hair i like that she's it has a walking horror movie encyclopedia she's a little sassy Mm -hmm. and she is just a just a little pocket thing too she's tiny that is true
0: i would of course go with lois from scream 2 as portrayed by rebecca Gayhart. Of course you would.
1: I have a hard time, again, things that don't make sense in my mind, how Hayden Panettiere is married to Vladimir Klitschko. It is odd. Who is just, it's an odd. he's like six, seven, like 250 pounds. Like that doesn't make any sense it's an to odd me. odd pairing. You're not
0: wrong. <laughs> uh, I also like this. When we first met Billy Loomis, you could hear faintly in the uh, background, don't fear the Reaper was playing.
1: I do remember that. Which
0: is really good. First of all, they play it in Halloween when Laurie and Annie are in the car, but also just the fact that, all right, here, the first time you're introduced to the killer, like it's right there in front of you. Like they're playing this song right in the background, which is cool. Um, I did like the Cotton Weary storyline. I thought that was good. I didn't like how it ended, obviously, but I, I liked where it was. I liked the uh, Wes Craven cameo in the first movie, playing Fred mm-hmm. the janitor wearing the Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, Freddie Krueger's sweater. That was nice.
1: That was nice. Yeah, the whole nice idea, touch.
0: I like the estab- establishing the stab movie franchise, where the first film was directed by Robert Rodriguez.
1: I did like. That's I caught that, cool. and I thought that was that was pretty good.
0: And I think I read somewhere that he actually did direct that sequence. Either that, or like he was he was in talks to even direct the original, or like there was something. Like it wasn't just random that they pulled that
1: name out there. Oh, like he like, was like on set that day yeah, or something. He did have like, something yeah.
0: to do that, and then. Heather Graham played Drew Barrymore. Uh, Luke Wilson played Billy. Uh, they refer to it later, like Tori Spelling ended up playing mm-hmm. uh, Sidney Prescott. So, like, they established like a whole little universe, which I thought was cool. Which is
1: a terrible, which is a terrible casting call.
0: Oh, that that's a bad one. Yeah, yeah. The there was a Linda Blair cameo. Of course, Linda Blair from The Exorcist. She was a reporter in Scream One, so I like that. Yes. Uh, let's see. So basically what happens is Maureen sleeping with Billy's father. That's all that it took to lead to roughly 37 kills.
1: <laughs> if she And when you boil it down, yeah. Right?
0: Like if she never if she never slept with Billy's dad, none of this would have happened.
1: Well, that's what you get to learn
0: your lesson there. Kind you know? of kind of on Maureen in a way, am I right? It's kind of on her. Yeah. Also this franchise is pretty unique. It gives you a great high school movie and a great college movie. In my mind. <laughs> Ryan, I hope you're sitting down for this one. Scream 3, oh not a good movie. Unbelievable soundtrack. Despite having two songs from Creed, which I can't explain, they also had songs from the following bands. Slipknot, System of a Down, 7 Dust, Static X, Dope, Powerman Man 5000, Orgy, and Coal Chamber.
1: I remember this was a staple in your, uh, yeah. in your CD collection. I, for sure. Uh- would rock the hell out of that. Also, That's like every band you love yeah, on right. one album.
0: And, and Creed. <laughs>
1: <It's> like, <laughs> and Creed.
0: Featuring Creed. Apparently, uh, the Scream universe is also in the View askew because Jay and Silent Bob pop up in Scream 3.
1: It's yeah, odd, I forgot about that. Yeah.
0: Thing. Uh, also, one scary thing I did find from Scream 3 That scene where Sydney's like kind of dreaming and she sees her dead mom walking towards her,
1: yeah, that was pretty scary, right? Yeah, a little bit. But again, like it's not supposed to be taken. That's it. When do we get into the supernatural with these things? Well, it was a dream. You know,
0: it was a a dream. Yeah. All right. Here's how it could have been better. Uh, Kill Dewey. Uh, Maybe. Do you think they should have shown? billy and stew with maureen or was it
1: better off not being shown it's better off not being not being shown yeah you're probably right talking about it off screen is a little bit better yeah um yeah kill dewey for sure um Gale's hair in Scream Three was rough. Oh my God! What was that with the no, like the anti bangs? She did like the guy. Um, I don't know. The basically, the, the girl equivalent of like negative sideburns. Yeah,
0: it was. It was a weird. It was a weird look.
1: Oh, tough look, and that wasn't even a good look back then. Like I remember seeing that and being like, Ugh, yeah, no, you know? no, 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 that didn't. That didn't work then.
0: All right, Ryan. Yeah. These. This is a list of people that were either offered the role or at the very least auditioned for the role. And what what do you think it would have been like had you know. This actor played this role.
1: So, okay. I'll say better or worse. I'll just say it's better or worse. Yeah, okay,
0: good. Drew Barrymore as Sidney Prescott. Worse. Brittany Murphy as Sidney Prescott.
1: Worse. And I won't say, if
0: I agree with you, I just won't say
1: so it. So, I, I you know, on, the, other I thing too, the other thing, too, is, like, oh, I hit the mic. Um, if if you had Sidney Prescott go crazy, Brittany Murphy would have been better. Because was that movie she was in, uh, like, the I'll Never Tell movie or something like that? Uh, that one was called with, uh, Don't Michael Say Douglas. a Word. With, like, Michael Douglas. Don't Say a Word. She yeah. was good in that when she, she was, like, doing, like, that weird crazy. And the girl interrupted. She played good crazy. I think she could. So.
0: Pick of the pod, Brittany Murphy, I think, could have done it. Yeah, she could have done,
1: done it, but if, if
0: the movie was Campbell. dark, yeah. if it
1: was, like, super dark and she at yeah. like, Scream 2, she, like, went crazy, like, Britney yeah. Murphy would have been pretty good.
0: Apparently, Kevin Williamson wanted Molly Ringwald at one point, but she would have been too old. Way too old. Yeah. Uh, Brecken Meyer as Randy Meeks.
1: He kind of played that same character in Clueless, right? Like, he was kind of like yes. that. Uh,
0: yeah, but, like, not as, like, you know, not, not like, as du- like the nerdy, guy. but, more like a
1: again, but looks, he looks old. Yeah, I don't. I would I think like Jamie Kennedy's here. Jamie Kennedy is was the equal parts like funny and annoying that like pulled that character I off. I think he so was perfect. This, I, is, this yeah. is the only time I'll praise Jamie Kennedy for anything <laughs> on this podcast, and good. that was one of them.
0: What about Jason Lee as Randy Meeks?
1: No, too old.
0: I think, and like too like big, like not that he's big, he's but too like tall. tall. Yeah, think, yeah, too tall. Yeah. What about Freddie Prinze Jr. as Stu Mocker? No. Yeah, no, Lillard absolutely was not. The best. There, you need
1: Lillard was guys. good, and and Freddie Prince Jr. is such a stiff.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right, here's two for Gail Weathers. So Courtney Cox is Gail Weathers. Uh, Brooke Shields. That could have worked. Or Janine Garofalo.
1: Oh, uh, I think it's that's that's well cast.
0: I think Garofalo. If they wanted to go funny, obviously, I, just, I think I think Courtney Cox is perfect.
1: Or like funny. weird. If yeah. they wanted to go weird, um, she was great as the bowler in mystery men she was really good as the bowler not to be confused with the (laughs) waffler who was played by Dan cook now here
0: here are three billy loomises then we can wrap up three billy loomises one believe it or not david arquette as billy loomis that would have been horrible joaquin phoenix as billy loomis Uh, that would have been pretty good actually that would have been interesting for sure. and then Because the that one,
1: guy, apparently, apparently that guy can be anybody now. He's like the dude, like Daniel Day-Lewis.
0: Well, not only that, but you got to remember this was 1996. This was a long time right. ago, so he was a lot younger. And then the last one apparently kicked around was uh, Ben Affleck for Billy Loomis.
1: Which would have been good because he's a he's a big dude.
0: I think it would have actually been really good because you think 96 was like. Uh, that was like Dazed and Confused, Affleck. <laughs> Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms, you know. <laughs> like, like that, like that's like around there, right? Fantasy was probably earlier, yeah. but
1: no, and uh, it was like, um, like I said, like dazed and confused. Affleck, Ryan, do you want to see a Scream 5? Absolutely not. All right, do you? Well, no, West Craven. Be honest with yourself. Wes Craven's a pick of the pod, so I don't want to see all sure without Wes, Wes Craven. But what if, um, what if say, Robert I don't know, Rodriguez. who's like
0: a, yeah, like Robert Rodriguez does it, or? Of course I would want to see a Scream 5. I would see a Scream 5. I watched the goddamn Scream TV sh- series, and it had nothing to do with this. What about Eli Roth? Um, Maybe. Maybe.
1: If he tones it down a little bit with the whole like yeah, cool, cool, cool it out a little bit. Violent the violence towards <laughs> yeah. women thing that right. he really likes like James, a little too much. Maybe James Wan, maybe James Wan would James be nice. Wan would be a good one.
0: Anything mm-hmm. else, Ryan? On uh, on Scream?s I could talk Scream?s all day here.
1: I know you could. Yeah, I know you could. Is there yeah. any? I was going to ask you if there's anything else you want to say about Scream. Love I think it. I Love I will it. say though, Richard, I I was pretty diplomatic here. I the, I didn't have the venom. The hot chili was not that no, hot didn't. today. No, you didn't. But I think
0: I think what you did was. After watching all the Halloweens again, you realize that, you know, this, this is my biggest argument. Let's take Scream 3 as, without sure. question, the worst of the series. Mm-hmm. It's still better than maybe half of the Halloweens and maybe half true. of the Fridays and
1: half of the Nightmares. But it was one of those things where Season of the Witch, Curse of Michael Myers, those movies are so bad, but they're still watchable because they're bad. I always felt like Scream 3 was bad and was trying to be good. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Like, it took yeah. itself a little too seriously.
0: No, th- I mean, that might be right, but I also think, like, Halloween 5, like, just stacking up
1: the movies, like, it's significant. Yeah, no, it, you're right. Than, it, they right? are, yeah, you're absolutely right. All right,
0: so that's why, that's why I say overall, now, if they had eight movies, like all those other ones, or ten movies, then maybe it would be just as bad, but they kind of quit before they made too many dumps,
1: <laughs> you know? Let me, let me ask you a question. We're going off book right now, okay. but... How pitch me a reboot of Scream for today.
0: So I guess the question would be do you want any of the characters coming back or do you want to start all the way fresh again?
1: Just reboot it. Reboot the whole thing. Oof, man. Who do you uh, Here's my question. Who do you cast as Sidney Prescott today? Oh, so
0: you're just like rebooting Scream? Like you're just the whole starting thing. over? starting over. Ugh. As
1: as they're doing with like Halloween now, as they're doing with uh I believe there is a re- some several remakes in the works right now. Flash Gordon, there's a Flash Gordon remake coming that nobody asked for. Well, so
0: this is this would be my this is what I would actually do is I would go the model of Halloween and I said this could be the next trend. So what you do is you either pick it up from Scream or Scream 2. You decide what you mm-hmm. want to do right there and you want to just Maybe you do what Danny McBride and, and the writers did, and they say, "All right, we're taking Halloween, and that's it." So maybe you can say, you know, Sydney, go bring back Nev Campbell is what, what I would say, and say either she didn't go to college or she did, and start fresh from there, and like what's going on with her. And I guess they tried doing that in a way with Scream Four, but they still they tied in too much of the other stuff. And you could make it darker, like you could definitely have Dewey's dead, you know, Gale's a mess, and like whatever else, and kind of do it up sure. that way. What
1: if you had like, you know, like a Chloe Moretz as a Sidney Prescott? Yeah. Or I'm telling you, the TV
0: show, they kind of try doing this and they don't reference Woodsboro and they don't do that. But it's like the same idea. But it's like, you know, souped up with the technology, you know, and so you have a kid. Actually, the kid in that series, I forget what the actor's name is, that is basically their Randy is like really good. Like he, he was probably the highlight of the show. But then they, they sprinkle it in with a bunch of hot girls, a bunch of hot guys, and it's just like a, it's like a sexy teen drama horror, you know? <laughs>
1: just get after it.
0: <laughs> that's kind of what it is. But yeah. it's also one of those things where I don't think they can't do better. You know, like, that's why Halloween, it was smart that they, like, oh, right, we're doing a sequel rather than, like, we're not going to remake Halloween because you can't, you can't do better. And Scream's you know, you can't remake it. I, I wouldn't.
1: No, you wouldn't do that. So, Anyway, I love it. But hey, I love it. You know what I know Ryan, you do. This has
0: been a real successful hashtag Dorktober three season of the witch, but that's going to do it. It, it really witch has. I'm
1: sad it's coming to an end. Um, <laughs> what do we got next
0: week? Is it Daredevil next week? Yes, yeah, do Daredevil season three next week. Okay. I have not finished it yet, but I will by next week. Oh, you got to finish. You got to finish that series. I will. I will. I'm gonna do. it. I'm gonna do it. It's a promise. It's a promise to you. All right. If that's it on screen, what do you say we get to the old pick of the pod? Let's hit it. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick Receive, defer, or defend the goal, Ryan. I will defer this okay. week. I have uh, a couple of things. First, I started reading the comic books that I mentioned or the graphic novels I mentioned last week. I hadn't read them yet, but I picked them up. I read the first volume of Baltimore. It involves yes. vampires and stuff. Pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna maybe I'll pick up the second volume as well. See where that goes. And then after asking you about it, I started very early. I'm only through like one issue, not even a volume, just one issue. Of fables, but I think I'm gonna really like it. I think it's pretty good.
1: And fables is really good. It's yeah. super clever. Yeah. Um, and before they pull them off the digital market, I will have you play The Wolf Among Us once you're done with the first volume of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so just so you know, all the characters, the the game that Telltale made. Okay. Cool. Um, is super good, and you'll know all the characters, and it's uh it's actually a really fun game with awesome.
0: them. Awesome. So yeah. So anyway, I know that's sort of cheating. Those were double picks of the pod, but I read those. I
1: actually read them this time, so I really can. Uh, recommend those, and I can recommend this to you. I, this I'm going to do the same thing this week. My pick of the pod is, in fact, the Haunting of Hill House, which I did mention last week. Ooh, um,
0: boy, you know what, Ryan? Sorry to cut you off again. I've been doing that yeah. like the whole episode. But I am, I think, seven episodes through that. That might be. A I good, am right with you. That might be a good bonus. We won't be
1: in Dorktober anymore, but we need to discuss it. This show is we need sweet. to discuss that. It's great and if you go to um and i'm i'm so nervous to call it the pick of the pod because i don't want it to end poorly the only thing i have trouble with with shows like this think of like american horror story or think of like even like horror movies they build it up so much and then they end so poorly yeah Um, so i really hope that this show doesn't do this but i like you i'm like seven or eight episodes in um the last episode i saw was um this isn't giving anything away but there's a funeral. I think I'm right before that, then. Yeah, so that's the one. That's the one I saw. So, and um, I caught up. I watched like five episodes in a night, and it was, um, just don't don't YouTube anything about it. Just watch it. Don't just take yeah. my word for it. Take Rich's word for it. Just watch the first couple episodes and tell it. us what and you the, think.
0: Yeah, two things I would say is it is a little bit of a slow burn. Not like insanely slow, but it's a slower burn. And they throw a lot of characters at you early on, and you'll you'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. You're going to be like, oh, is that? Who's that? Who's that? Like, you'll, you'll yeah. figure it out. They, they make it pretty clear as it goes on, they, but they throw a lot at you
1: right away. Yep. And uh, we'll talk about this off air, but there was one episode that was awesome. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll talk about that off air, though.
0: All right, cool. So that'll do it. So next week is Daredevil Season 3. We will probably do a Haunting on Hill House coming up as well. Uh, Let us know what you guys think about Scream or what is your favorite horror franchise. Who is your favorite horror director? Those are all things that came up. So you can hit us up on Twitter at Dork Podcast. You can email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on YouTube. Just go to youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. Uh, iTunes, rate, review, subscribe on the iTunes. Just about everywhere else that you can find uh, podcasts. Uh, Tell a
1: friend, tell a dork. Also, Ryan, you are on the Twitch I'm on the Twitch um yeah at Arvon D on any and all social media so please check that out. We're trying to get the regular Twitch schedule back. Um, it's been a little bit of hinky right now. Some children illnesses going around. Oh boy. Just head colds, you know, all that stuff. So sure, sure. um so definitely uh, Thursday, Friday this week we'll be hitting that up. So
0: well, everybody have a very happy Halloween. Maybe you're listening to this uh, while you're trick-or-treating with the kids or whatever you happen to be doing. So, Actually, that might not be safe. Don't do that. Just, you know, you don't gotta, do that. You don't yeah. have an ear out cars. for cars and everything else. But yeah. maybe maybe you're done. Maybe you're sitting there. You're stuffing your face with candy. We say hello to you. Uh, a very, you guys made it all a very successful Dorktober once again. We'll be back next week with Daredevil Season 3. Ryan, another perfect episode. We did it again.